We couldn't have waited 30 more seconds. No. Nope. You're eating your Mr. Nutty Bar. Yeah, I'm about to slide over. We'll get cold in here. Cold's in here. We're, we're good. We're getting there. There she goes. We are live now. Am I in it good enough now? Am I in it good enough? You need to be in the middle. You're the main attraction. Shane. Nope. We live? First green juice I've had all day. No wonder I got a headache. Alright. Episode number 74 with not one but two. I hope that's right. Is that right? I don't know. It sounds good. What? 74. 74 what? Episode 74. Dang, y'all had 74 recently? We've been doing this for over a year, man. About one or two. About a year and a half now. A long time? Yep. We started in March of 2021. And we've all put up with each other this long and nobody's killed each other. <laughs> Not yet. Yet. Although Shane's been testing the waters today. Today? <laughs> yeah, he's been riding. I've been on David pretty hard today. <laughs> he's been riding me like a ugly stepchild. I've been on it pretty hard today. Cole, can you see the comments? How do I do that? Uh, click <clears> click on, on it and watch them. Yeah. Just turn, just turn your volume down. All right. So, we already got one. JW Spivey says, congratulations, Cole. I appreciate it. We got appreciate Double D on here. Right. Good evening, Mr. Dalton Dowdy. Did y'all share this thing? I shared it to a whole bunch of places. And David's mom was on here. Good evening. Did Mr. we get blocked Mars. by some people or something? <laughs> Maybe. From sharing? It's possible. I well, there's a horrendous crash right here, like right there in front of Lake Wilder Pizza. Is it bad? Is it bad? That's what we're hearing sirens for. Mm-hmm. Cole, kill that skeeter. It's about to drive me nuts. Right, right here, right <laughs> <laughs> cookie on here, too. Good evening, Cookie. Cookie. All the... Do we need to make sure everybody's good up there before we get too started here? Word up. Outside. Word. What you going to do? You going to get somebody mouth to mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, there, there was a dude that got hit on a moped up there the other day, and yeah. I no, mean. it's um, it's a little blazer, and it looked like a Honda Accord. I believe the blazer rear-ended the Honda and shoved it over into the Lake Wiley Pizza parking lot. Oh, boy. Hey, your volume's still on. We can hear it. Oh, it is. Uh, got it. Sorry. His baits. Thank you. Uh... Anthony, what? Yeah, but a Spivey ordered some jar. jar jelly? Anthony, was that you that ordered the jar jelly that no. exploded? No. Who was that? We sent it out today. Who had some? It was a spy. Somebody Spivey. No. Hey, uh, JW. Nope. No. I heard that stuff stinks. It it stuff works it, good. It, it, it does, does, and it stinks it even does. worse when it explodes in a box. Well, I ain't had it. Had, yeah, okay, I guess it was him. I got. I you did you get the uh, the new one? We sent a new one out to you. I know we wouldn't get it. Just left today. Did it just leave? No. Yes, I, it did. No, that was a different Spivey. That was Steve Spivey out of North Carolina. Yeah, I sent that Friday. Okay. Let's talk to our shipping and receiving department. Yeah. Well, I, you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking, you're looking at him. <laughs> That's right. If anything's messed up on y'all's order, David did it. <laughs> if it's right, Shane did it. If it's right, I deserve all the praise. <laughs> well, I guess. I've been riding David pretty straight, hard today. We've Straighten the belt. It's about to fall. Yeah, he's talking about the 1v1 belt. Yeah, there. I still think that's a joke. That, a joke. that thing right there is, it's, uh. It's leaning that way because it's pimping. It ain't about to fall. It's 
because it's coming it's back pimping. to me. It's, it's pimping. It's pimping. He could be saying it's leaning towards the Who's got the next challenge? I made the challenge, but we've all been fishing too much to be able to take a stab at it. And who's holding the bell? Is it Lime Bird? That would be me, sir. Oh, man. Yep. You want you want some of the bell? I I. I mean, you gotta get it while the getting's good, right? How's it work? You got to challenge. You somebody, show up, they... you challenge, you lose. That's how it <laughs> works. Right? Well, I, th- I didn't know if the, the belt holder picks the person they're no, challenging. No, no, no. So well, there's actually one. There's actually two people online. So David, David challenged Shane. We're supposed to do it in October. We got to do the the challenge with uh, Todd and Hayden Hammond too. Yep. We got a 2v2. I still can't believe I got I still can't believe I got put on the bank for that one. Well, you're not on the bank. You get to be cameraman. Again. I might as well be on the bank. (laughs) Get to to eat beef jerky. Yeah, you get to eat beef jerky. I'm all-time cameraman. (laughs) I mean... And then uh, I don't leave you guys high and dry on that one. Just that's all right. I can't make it. Cookie wants to do it, so it'll be all right. Tim Kelly is next after David Shane, but after that, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that you got to do is uh, whoever the champion is gets to pick where you go. Cole, when I win the belt, you challenge me. I'm gonna take you out here and spank you just like a all right. just like the old days. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now wait a minute. This all is right. cutting out. This is coming from. Here we go. This right, this, this dude right here just finished third out of two hundred boats in the Bass Open of Lake Norman. This guy fished a BFA on his home lake and got his butt whipped. So I mean, be careful what kind of trash you talk. Uh, listen, yeah, I, I got have a dog in the fight. I got beat. I was moving furniture and hanging TVs. So I, I, I had some. Uh, I had some severe uh, operator issues. You'll have that sometimes. I have it. I have it all the time. I'm gonna tell you. I'm just glad to be giving somebody else some crap instead of me taking it all. Right, listen, <laughs> trust me. Had you not squeaked in the top ten, you probably were gonna hear your ear full too. And I'd have got my butt whipped too, probably. <laughs> it's all right. No, That's but part of it. let's set the open aside for a minute. No slant on Cole, but congratulations to Brett Myers. He finally uh, captured the trophy that eluded him out here for uh, several years. Yeah, he's yep. finished. Second, third, he's been in the top and guess three. What? It took eleven pounds a day. <laughs> we rewind that. We need to rewind that tape. I, I I would agree with that before the tournament too. Well, eleven, pounds, 11 pounds, a pounds a day is my guess. At Wiley, yeah, <clears throat> that was my guess. Well, so there's a little story about that. I would after practice, I was good with my twelve pounds a day, and again, had I not had operator issues. Twelve pounds a day may have been reachable. You can't, you can't stick them all in practice now. I didn't stick anything in practice. Well, how do you know you're going to catch more than twelve pounds a day? You I know how to practice. There's nine-inch. See how this gets started, don't you? There's nine-inch spots hammer than things. It, it's not. It, it, it's a lot easier when you're looking at them. That's all I can say. Looking at them. Looking at them. Be a little more specific. No, you need to shut up. That's what I'm saying. I, I, <laughs> All I'm going to say is it's easy when you're looking at them. Yeah. When you're no. cartwheels over your stuff. You can look at them two different ways nowadays. Three different ways. Yeah. Four different ways. Hmm? 
I mean, I do have a 360 on my boat. I know. You're and not seeing no fish on that thing. Though. Yeah, you do. Nah. Uh, okay. I've taught them up on 360 and forward-facing sonar. You can look at them twice on Sunday. Is that AM or <laughs> FM? <laughs> uh, I've talked to quite a few people that's had 360 and then live scope, and more people are starting to pay more attention to the live scope than 360 from what I've heard. Uh, your mom wants to know we're going to have a podcast that's, next month. That's up to you two we guys. Talk, you know, we do need to talk about that, Brandon, because David's not going to be here. All right. I, I, for, I, for, I forgot all about that. Don't get on Mama's bad side, Brandon. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I can zoom in. I'm just kidding. I mean, I could zoom in. I'll we take. Do, we can I'll do take whatever. my other computer. We can do whatever y'all want to do. We I mean, you're, you're going to be... We'll make a post. I'll be here anyway, so... Well, will I'll you? Well, I mean, do you well, want to be here? That's up to you. I called Tom and asked him if he wanted to work, so it, oh, he okay. said he'd work, but if you, if no, you want to work, it's work. Not, that's cool. It's all good. We'll figure it out during the week. Right now... I might go fish the Monday nighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, said no one ever. <laughs> I can't believe they still have those. Man, they have Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Pick a night that you want to go when somebody's up there fishing. And, and twice a night in the wintertime. It never gets too hot or too cold. You going to charge Mondays. your phone? They would, JW's 5 yeah. I saw, yeah. Back here behind us. JW, it may be easier to get on the website, RustyHooksTackle.com. If, you, if you're not comfortable with that, feel free to call. We'll be here. All right, so let's get into this. So, Cole, again, congratulations. You finished third, right? Yep. You made a charge from sixth. Is that right? Yes. Went from twelfth um, to sixth to third. How about that? So, the first day you had. That'd have been in trouble if it'd been a four-day tournament, wouldn't it? I believe they would have been. <laughs> so, the first day, give us give us your weights and run down the first day, or for all three days. The first day, I had eleven fifteen, and I had eight pounds, and I was fishing off the bank throwing drop shot and stuff and I decided to pick a jig up first dock I hit I catch a four pounder completely saved my tournament without that bite I probably would have been middle of the pack God knows what I would have did on day two but I caught the big one and that saved me that's what you got to have it normally one big bite yeah especially in the fall right I mean four pounder when it takes 12 pounds a day that's a big big yep. deal right it, it, it killed me too though because I was like man I, I just weighed almost 12 pounds and i had two pound and a halfers in there and i hated to do that because i was like man the day would have been the day to catch 15 pounds yeah because i can usually catch close to that two pound average that time of the year but man it i was glad to have that on day one so now so day one you had 12 pounds and coming into the tournament well 11 15 outside 12 pounds we're gonna call it 12 we'll call it 12 um so coming into it did you what made you decide to start did you start off the bank no, I, I kind of started throwing topwater, and I really wasn't too honed in to one area. I was just kind of not getting called up in practice, just kind of fishing, you know, just letting the fish tell me. First day of the tournament, did not catch a single fish on topwater okay. in the morning. Not a single fish. I just kind of hit high percentage docks with brush on them, some brush piles out in front of docks, and just slowly pieced it together. And I had eight pounds doing that. Okay. <clears throat> and then uh, I picked a jig up. Caught that big fish, and then I cold on a buzz bait on a dredge dock in the middle of the day. Right. And that's what I had to get almost 12 pounds on day one. You okay. did what? So Do a buzz bait on a dredge dock in the middle of the day, and that's I did cold one gotcha. time doing that. Cold? So Don't what, talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. So what time? Everybody's about to see it anyway. Yeah, it's out there now. <laughs> yeah. So what time of the day did you decide to go, I mean, 
you don't have to say what time, but I'm sure there was some some little voice that's in all of our heads, right? Where hey, I realize this isn't working anymore. Well, what, what made you go pick up the upside down rod and upside down Carolina rig and start <laughs> well flipping a drop shot? Because I mean that's a good way to catch fish, right? Yeah, it's a good way to catch fish, and, and it's a pretty prestigious tournament. You know, 40th place is almost four thousand dollars, and you know, part of you wants to do good and be consistent, and then part of you wants to swing for the fence. Right. And I got comfortable with that limit, and then I picked up a jig, and I happened to pick that right dock. And that was huge, man. And it had another big fish with it when I caught it. Yeah. It, it, I got jacked up when I caught that fish. And Too bad you couldn't kick your drop shot in the water there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, it was running through my mind. I was like, can I boat flip this? No, I can't. I, I, I already have, I'd have six fish in the boat. You know, I couldn't yep. do it. Yep. And... I hurry and got it back in the water quick though, and they didn't matter. It was done swam off. When you pull them off the dock like that, they I generally know. just they just gone. Yep. You never see them again. Yeah, you yep. see them on live scope out in the middle. Yeah, of, watch them swim off. Yeah, out in the middle of the cove looking for their buddy that's yep. on your live well. It's yep. amazing how many fish you see on live scope that have no interest in your bait. They're just out there chilling out, don't care about nothing. So, I throw a jerk bait over top <clears> of a brush pile, and I've watched. It's amazing to watch their reactions because. Usually you'll know right away if one's going to eat it on your first cast. Mm -hmm. I'll watch some come hauling out of the brush and hit it, and I'll watch some nose up to it. Yeah. And every, time back. You yep. every time you twitch it, they follow And it. they'll come back up to it, and they'll go back to the brush pile. And it's it's pretty neat what you can learn <clears throat> by watching that. And it's very frustrating, too. It is. It's very frustrating. So, um, so that four-pounder you got on day one, um, I'm assuming that was a big confidence booster to get you rolling into day two, right? Everybody, so everybody gets to fish two days and then they get cut to the top ten. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, and that that saved me on day one. It really did. It, as I I, I wasn't feeling good about my tournament. I kind of didn't wasn't too happy with what I was doing, and I made that right decision, and it helped a lot. Yeah, for day one, and I was like, man, I survived day one. That was thank the Lord for catching that four pounder. <laughs> sure. hey. This is your first year fishing opens, right? Yes. Okay, so. You I don't know how you did in the other two. But How's I was, your points end up? I know you, we, we, you and I had talked about that not that long ago. So I finished 25th at Douglas. I think I'm somewhere above 50 in the points, which isn't great, but considering I bombed the first one, yeah. I mean, I bombed it, dude. I had I had one good day of practice mm -hmm. to figure out nine lakes at the Harris Chain, and I was completely lost. And I was in my dad's boat. I, I had It was frustrating. You had some equipment issues too. Right? Yeah, it, it was through practice. I'm not using excuses. I still should have done better. But Shane can tell you, Florida is a whole different animal. If you don't, <laughs> you it's it's <clears throat> not as easy as just picking up and going down the bank and catching fish like people think in Florida. Oh, land of the giants. It's far from that. You're either around them or you ain't catching nothing. Especially yeah. that time of year. Yeah, and everybody, you know, bass and. MLF or or FLW, whatever you want to call them, everybody wants to run to Florida in January and February because they look for that big spawn bite. Well, yep. what, a, what a lot of guys don't realize is the big spawn has already happened. Most of those fish spawn around Thanksgiving, and um, you get on into to January and February, that's when you start getting all the cold fronts coming through and all that stuff, and I'm just telling you, 65 degrees it sounds like it's nice and warm and here where we live it is nice and warm but in florida that's cold i mean yep. it's, it's it's cold and that's why we always laugh at the florida guys when they come up here it's 65 degrees and we're running around in shorts and t-shirt yep. and they got rain suits on freezing to death <laughs> yep i mean we'd laugh at them but you know that's just what they're used to well the fish are the same way 
they just uh, they tend to uh, they tend to like it when it's hot. The hotter it is, the better they like it. I would love to see an elite series tournament or even the opens go there in uh, go there in March or April. You know when they're when they're biting and you can really really see what's there. Yeah, you miss the spawn, but what they what you don't hear a lot about in Florida is a shad spawn. Yeah. Um, you know, and they have a shad spawn down there just like we do here. And it's like anything else. That's when the big ones bite, and they bite in bunches. It's not well, guy. I'm trying to I'm trying to flip up seven fish. You know, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get a limit. You find the shad spawn down there that time of year, and you can just flat wreck them. Well, they're going twice next year. Yeah, but it's in February back both times, back to back tournament. I mean, it's so which, they're which so, oh, they're going twice. What are you talking about? The leads, the leads started started the St. John's River, which is a godforsaken suck hole if there ever was one. <laughs> and then after that, they go to uh, Harris Chain. Yeah. So the the open that means that means looking in my crystal ball over here, the open's probably gonna be at Toho. It's Toho. You can you can <laughs> write it down. The open will be at Toho. So I have a question for those of you that Shane, what? and Cole. I don't know if Cole's really thought about it as much i know you've thought about it but w- when you fish in the ocean there's a sea surface temperature right mm-hmm. you can pull that up figure out what the surface temperature is find the edge of the gulf stream and run and cut out a lot of questions yep has anybody thought about it for bass fishing world for Fe- florida in february because there, if, there if is a knew- there is an app that tells you that but the biggest thing about it is, is there's most of the time there's not enough temperature difference to really make a difference. Okay. It's not like going to the Gulf Stream where the temperature goes from 60 to 70. No. You know, you might get from 50 to 51. Because we're talking about hundreds of feet deep versus. Well, but but still, in in Florida, if you go from 60 to 63, that can make all the difference in the world. But there, there is an app for that. I can't remember what it's called, but is it? It, yeah. Does it do surface temperature? Does, does it do spot it does temperatures? Surface temp. That just, sounds like a, a slogan. There's an app for that. Yeah. So Shane, tell it. So we talked all day one. Shane, you had. I had eight, a whopping eight pounds and four ounces. Pounds, Come on. But you fought for them all day, right? I did. I fought uh, tooth and nail the whole way. I mean, I had um, I had one fish. I caught one fish about nine o'clock that morning on a Brian's Beach prop bait, which is my favorite bait to throw at Norman this time of year. Come on. Normally they are really, really biting it good. Um, I caught that fish at nine o'clock. I threw it till one and still hadn't had another bite. So I scrapped it and I said, well, I got to go catch a lemon anyway. Yeah. So I went and did the brush pile thing with a drop shot and caught uh, the... Rest of my limit, which That's weighed eight, just just a little over eight pounds, and I and the one I caught on prop bait was like two and a half. So that tells you, yeah, what yeah. the other four were—a bunch of rats. Um, so coming into day two, I guess you guys probably had two different mindsets, right? So Cole probably knew you probably needed twelve pounds to try to make it, and Shane, you kind of probably came out swinging for the fence, right? Well, I just I just figured that my game plan was to really. I told myself I'm, I'm gonna give myself an hour and a half of top water. I'm not gonna waste all day again. And after that, I'm gonna go get a limit, and then I'm gonna go get on the docks with my jig. And you okay. had 13. I think you had the second or third. I had the second biggest bag. Yeah, because that was the day Cody. Cody had, Cody had 16 right? something. Yeah. I had 10. I think I had 10.7 on day two. What? So coming into 
So there's a lot of emotion that comes as fishing these tournaments, right? So coming in when you're idling past the the buoy there, mm-hmm. the the channel marker there at, at Ramsey, <clears throat> trying not to tear your stuff up on the rocks. What, what? And they're trying to push you over there. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> what, what both of you think? You think you had it? You think you made it? Did you think you were out of it? What What was going through your mind? I I honestly didn't think I had enough. I think I, I thought I was going to finish about 15th or 16th. And uh, I seen Rob die at the dock, and I told him what I had. He said, oh, you're going to make it. Oh, you're definitely going to make it. That's the worst thing to hear, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, nah, man, there's no way. You know, because I, I went in the first day at 530, and I was early on day two at 3, 340, I think it was. I was like, there's no way. And I get over to Beatty's, and I drive over because I thought there was going to be a meeting. Yeah. And there wasn't a meeting, so I waited forever for nothing. For nothing. Yeah, <laughs> which was annoying. I got home late, and took forever to rig rods but i didn't think i was gonna make it but obviously i was happy i made it yeah so you you think because i come in day three you were sixth right yep what, what about you shane you you've been you've been doing this for a long time what did you think i didn't expect to make the cut i figured i mean i caught that big fish with i had to check in at 350 and i called it at 335 wow and um you know you just i was so pumped up i just threw everything in the boat and took off to the way and i didn't even fish anymore which was dumb because I had another <laughs> 10 minutes to fish. But, um, you know, I, I was idling in. I was just like, well, at least I'm, you know, I'll, I'll make a check. And I'll, have a, him, right? I'll have a good showing anyway. And then, you know, wound up, slipped up and made the cut in 10th. Had nowhere to go but up. Hey, man, making the cut making the cut. Hey, hey I, was t- I forgot who I was talking to. I was like, I heard you caught that big fish five minutes ago. I said, oh, gosh, I bet he was pumped up. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen you when you caught that fish. You know, it, it, it was it – was, I was pretty pumped about it, but not near as pumped as the one I caught at uh, Fork this year. When you catch an 8-1, you catch an 8-1, literally with – you hook it with five minutes to go. You got to land it, weigh it, and get to the weigh-in in five minutes. <laughs> Dude, I caught an eight pounder on a jerk bait, and I'm just whining <laughs> as hard as I can crank. And I told my, I told my marshal, "Did you get them scales ready? It's coming, coming, coming." And it came by the boat one time, and I just reached down and scooped it. When I scooped it, I just threw it. It landed in the floor, flopping around and stuff. I said, "God, that's an eight pounder." <laughs> <laughs> we waited and threw it back. And and the bad thing about it was, you know, they got to be 24 inches to carry them to the scale. Well, that fish was 24 inches easy, but I was in such a messed up state of mind i threw the fish back <laughs> strapped everything down and we took off you want to have time for your live wells to fill up man. i know <laughs> that's awesome but i mean man anytime you catch an eight pounder you want to uh you want a chance to show it off yeah. you know what i mean you live around here it's been a long time since we've got any eight pounders unless you go out on the same tee. yeah uh, i was the last one to catch one and this oh, Wiley, that's right <laughs> i'd have been a mess I, catch a fish that big yeah, on a jerk bait yeah, and you, you get it in <laughs> You beat I, me on a while with an 8-pounder. I think you had 14 pounds that day. That's yeah. how bad this place is. Shane, Shane finished second that day. Hmm. That, I was in that tournament, too, I think. You, I, you may have finished third. That yeah, you was, had an 8-pounder beat me by just a couple ounces. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Don't y'all miss what this lake used to be? Oh, no, yeah. Cold. That, that, I didn't even get to witness it when it was good, but I was coming yeah, up. Yeah, you did. You, I, I did. You cut, well, the the tail, you know. He caught the tail end. You though. know what I really miss? I miss the CS Motorsports tournament. Y'all remember that one? Mm-hmm. I I really I enjoyed that tournament. I remember when it was the Hungry Fisherman. Listen, I when tried, this restaurant down here was called the Hungry Fisherman. I've been trying to talk to Britt see if we can't get it going again. Uh, and I really think that yes, Wiley's in bad shape, and talking with DNR and everything that 
we've talked about behind the scenes. I think that we're going to see it start to pick up over the next couple of years. Really and truly, I think it. I think we will. Yeah, I heard it had something going on with it. I'm not going to say because I'm not. I don't. You can't. I don't know. You know. There, there's. We've there's, heard all kinds of stuff. So. It's probably been said on here before. The the problem is, is we don't have any confirmation because, like this weekend, I worked with DNR and the BFL trying it because all summer long we Did were. You catching, get them some fish. That not a one, and so my cop. <laughs> My conversation with the, the biologist for Wiley, he's like, you know, he said, unfortunately, it's bad and good. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? Well, he said, if it's a summertime virus that they get, you know, we're past that now. You know, fish are healed up or dead. And the or dam- dead. And the damage is done. <laughs> you know, and, or dying. Or, or dying, yeah. No, he said, once that water temperature breaks back under 80, which it's back steadily under 80. It, you know, we're we're in the clear for the rest of this year. He said, but next year he wants, you know, if we catch fish like that, he still want to get them to Auburn just to confirm the the theory. And well, this this has not been a, I mean, the don't get me wrong, the the cliff face on the decline is very steep. But, but it's been over the last couple of years, yeah. hard <laughs> hard and fast. <laughs> what? Being technical. No, go ahead. Right, but yeah. anyway, so I, I do feel though, and we, and we feel that it's uh, it. I'm not gonna say it's gonna get back to Wiley of old, but I think it will get. It back will. To, It'll come back. We, we've missed a lot of spawns. We have I last mean, three some years. Fish on some beds, but I've seen very very few fry balls. Well, man, fry. this year we fished the anglers for athletes, and I think what y'all had this year, I can't remember. Y'all did good. We had. 13 pounds, I think. And y'all finished third, second? Yeah. We had to fish on, I'm not going to say we, everybody lost fish, right? Travis Young, his brother, Travis Cody Young won that. Had 15. Yep. Because we had 11 and we finished 10th. And I mean, in May, 11 pounds should yeah. not be finishing. Uh, y'all be chunking 10. them back. Yeah. Oh. We haven't even gone away in, right? Yeah. Listen, that it it uh, did, I did see fry this year's first time though, like several group, not just I one. I didn't see a single ball of it, but I used to come in some of the major spawning pockets and creeks, and the whole bank, you know, the whole steep side of the bank would just be nothing but fry. Yeah, I don't see uh, it around every dock pole, everything there was. I think these fish are changing too. I think a lot of fish are spawning different. You and I had that conversation. I mean, yeah, not so, gonna, when they, so when they have to perch, eat them right away. That's that's yeah. I think <laughs> well, that's part of the problem. I, I had noticed this. Um, I come out here the early, early winter, late fall when the fish migrate to the backs of the creeks. I actually seen you out here, David. Remember we sat in that one pocket called the yes. fish. Yep. The year before it was a lot better. It was really really good. There's a lot of fish back. Well, last year there was not nowhere near that amount of fish. And we talked about that for an hour that day. I remember two years ago, I sat in one pocket and caught one every cast for, dude, it was wild. It was, it was amazing. I mean, pound and a half to two pound fish, but, I mean, there's a large volume of fish, and well, I, I don't know where all they all went. Hope, hopefully this place rebounds as fast as what Jason Land just said, the Atkins where it's at. Remember High Rock two years ago? If you could catch a fish in High Rock, you were doing something. Oh, yeah. And it, it just bounced back really fast. There, Brian Key, there are a lot of spots here, and Wiley has the bait to support it. You know, everybody that was here for the BFL, you know, a lot of those guys haven't been out here in the evenings to see. Yeah, the, how much bait? I here. mean, you it's saw it. Bait. You saw this it with me. It's full of bait. 
we've got we've got the food source and there there's enough small fish that you know i feel like they they have a chance yeah, yeah. all right enough four miles of wiling let's take out day three to talk about yeah let's get back to while we got while we got Cole here to the fun stuff. Cole's here all night. So he's Cole, just glad to be here, so and I'm glad to have him here. I'm happy. Shane went out in tents. Shane, we talked off off camera. You went out trying to catch basically 18 to 20 pounds. I, well, I mean, I I was just hoping to catch. To no, I was just hoping to catch big ones. Yeah. I threw a drop shot a little bit, but not much. You know, I, I everybody got to see on camera. I started off that morning with a three pound largemouth, and we kind of. You know, I was pretty pumped about, and I mean, we went downhill from there. Yeah. But, I mean, I kept it in my hand all day and did what I thought I needed to do, you know, to improve myself. I, yeah, I could have probably picked up a drop shot and caught eight or nine pounds, but what is it, what good does it do you? You can't win doing that. And and like I said in my, my interview pre, before the tournament, before uh, the blast off the third day, I said, you know, this is my last shot to get in the Classic. And, yeah, Cody had a really big lead, but – Still yet, nothing, nothing is safe on Lake Norman. Yeah, you know, we we, we seen Cody. We you know we seen Cody struggle. I'm don't get me wrong. I, I'm glad uh, you know I'm glad he was able to hang on, and pull it out. But still yet, you know I I wasn't gonna give it to him. Yeah, the sharks were definitely circling. Yeah, I wasn't gonna give it to him. If you're gonna win it, you're gonna earn it, and he did. Yeah. And Cole, that puts you on live. I I I didn't get to watch all of it, but from what it looked like. Outside of you catching that big one in the morning, it looked like the morning was pretty tough on the final day. It was. Um, I threw a buzz bait because after the first two days, I confirmed that if I'm going to get a topwater bite, it's going to be on a buzz bait. Matter late in the day, early in the morning, it's something I can burn the bank up. And I ran it for two hours and had one bite and missed it on the end of a dock. I said, "Well, going to the brush piles." First brush pile I pull up to, I throw a jerk bait over top of it. They got it on live. I catch a largemouth. I was like. That's a good fish. I can weigh that in today. You know, that's cool. Well, I went back throwing a buzz bait again. Not a good idea. <laughs> you know, I'm trying, like, trying to come up the leaderboard. You know, like, not a good idea. Well, oh, I told my camera guys, all right, I gotta quit doing this. I gotta get this out of my head. I'm going back to the brush pile. I'll pick up my spinner rod and I catch one short fish. Left air went to another pier and I catch my second fish, which they got it on camera, which was. It was a two, it was a good spot. It was about two, close, it was shy two and a half, two and a quarter. That's a good one though. I put it in the boat. I fired back out there next cast, and I catch my third fish. And I was like, "This is cool. Got three fish. It's like ten thirty. I'm good with it." I jump across, start fishing, and I lose one on a jig. And I'm like, "Oh, they're biting in this area. I like this." And the wind started picking up. The wind switched directions in the first two days it started blowing out of the it south spun all the way around and i was like hmm i started noticing blue herons and stuff on the bank i jumped across i said i think i'm gonna give this buzz bait a try one more time and i started going down this riprap stretch and i did i caught my biggest fish that far it gave me number four it was a 260 or something it was a good spot and y'all be able to watch it on live he crushed it and it gave me eight eight pounds or so on four and that relaxed me, and I went around from there, threw a buzz bait again, caught another good one. And I started throwing a buzz bait in that area, and it, it was going down. Whacked them. I, I mean, it, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and I, I did catch a big one on a jig. It, it wasn't big. I mean, it was it was a good fish for that tournament. And um, it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. 
And so what did you have the final day? Uh, twelve five, I believe. Okay. Best bag of the tournament for you. Bag? Yeah, and it, yeah. I believe it was the biggest bag of the final big, day. Big bag final day. What did David Williams have? Eleven something. 11 I knocked something. him off. That's right. He was in the hot seat for a little while. Yeah, for a little while. He won the he won the points again. He won the L Y points this year. Oh yeah. He's gonna go. I think all three guys that uh, qualified are going to go. That's his fourth time qualifying, I think, out of the out of the Southern. I Oaks. don't know. Is it? I know he's qualified twice. I thought he. Well, maybe. I thought I thought Chris Bowen said. I think he said four times at the weigh-in. I could be wrong. He was one of the points both times in the South, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so. the division. That that's the tough division. Do it in. Doggone right it is. Yeah, you're fishing against half the elite field. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, thing, the funny thing about it was there wasn't that many guys that was there um, this time, I think. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, say no. <laughs> I think. Uh, Chris Marshall, you know my Who did I see? That. I seen Drew Benton was there. Patrick Walters was there. Cliff Pace. Cliff Pace. Keith Pochet. Keith Pochet and his John Boat. I guess the river didn't work out for him again. They're, they didn't run any water. I, and my my initial plan was, if I was lucky enough to make it to, to Saturday, was go to the river. But Dylan Hayes stayed at my house, and um, he fished up the river both days. And they didn't. He said they ran water the first day, but the second day they didn't run any water till about four o'clock in the evening. Mm. And with no rain and it being cool. They didn't really need any power, so I just gambled that they wouldn't run any water. And I don't know if they did or not, but I didn't go up there for that reason. Yeah. You know, you can't get a – it's not like most lakes where you can call and get a generation schedule. You've, uh, you're going to run 40 minutes up there. You better hope they run water because once you get there, you're stuck. Yeah. Or you burned. Or you burned you burn, you burn an hour and a half of your time. You know. you where you're taking off from. Yeah. You can't be as – it ain't There's like no Pinnacle. Spot. There's no yeah. spot further. Than yeah. Off you, literally, damn to damn. Yeah. That's a hike from Blythe. It's a good little run. It's 40 minutes, every bit of it. Yeah, when I, when I, the year I fished the Open as a culling, where I drew Fletcher Trog, and that's where he, we took off out of Blythe the last day. That's where he went. But Man, see, though, the, but the thing about that, though, that's when we had had all that rain and stuff, and they can't hold that water back. Yeah. They got to push it through. It was dirty up there, too, and it yeah. was high. Yeah. So some of the stuff he ran over, I knew what was up there from being up there with you. Mm-hmm. And he'd go over it, and I remember, let's just say when he when he sat down, I stood up. There was a good ridge in his in his seat where I was clenching. <laughs> you done sucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, Cole, I just want to know what's your uh, what's your plans next year? You gonna fish the opens again, or maybe yeah. something else, or what you got going on? I plan to fish the Southern Opens again. As of right now, that's. Actually, I'm confirmed I am fishing the Southern Opens. I just don't know what else I'm going to do in that. <clears throat> I would like to fish the CBCs since I got that new Skeeter, and the Skeeter money would be real good. Yeah. Look up and win one of them. It would be a really good payday. Yep. Considering Brett Collins' Skeeter money and then Skeeter real money. and It, it helps out a lot. Yeah. Well, the question is, question is, is there going to be a CBC next year? Well, I don't see I, why there wouldn't be. I don't. I don't know anything about that. I just know that if they do have them, that I plan to that fish. you'll be there. Yeah, I plan to fish some of them. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Man. I plan to fish with somebody that you know pretty well. Who me? Yeah. Who's that? Greg Malder. Oh God! Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. You'll be crazy. 
<laughs> oh god how did you get hooked up with rain man long story make sure you have a hair dryer god i, I don't even do yeah, we need yeah, to expound yeah. into this no no <laughs> we'll talk about this after the podcast oh, okay Okay. I'm curious. Mom, yeah, Mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom used to travel with Shane. <laughs> he traveled with me for several years. After I dipped out on him after one. Yeah, Brandon CC'd out. Yeah, I got scared. Hmm. Chris, you never know what could happen, buddy. I'm not saying they're not gonna. I'm just saying uh, what happens if they don't. Hey, Steve Dyer. Steve Dyer. Here. Steve, glad, glad you're doing, doing better, man. Good. Got out of got out of the hospital with the Rona. Oh man, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he's yeah, in he, pretty he bad a, shape for a while. Rough go there Steve's for a bit. Doing a lot better. So yeah, that's good awesome. Good to hear you're doing good, well. Steve. <clears throat> well, so we discussed the open. Yep. We discussed Cole's half cock plan right now. He's got no, finished. He's got finished cocking the. Didn't sound like his half cock to me. He uh, said he's, he's fishing. He's got he said really, I'm fishing. I'm fishing the southern open. See there. If he, it, if he's it, got a yeah, but it's what he adds to it. Does he go to the northerns? Does he go to the centrals? Does he? Well, that what was your is that, your aspirations to to qualify for the elites and the fish the elites. Um, do you know yet? I don't know yet, man. I I I believe I'm good enough down the road that I can do it. I don't want to rush anything. I feel like I got a lot to learn, and I don't want to make a rash decision when I'm not ready. I think it'll be clear to me when I should go, yeah. and I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I just want to keep working hard and cross that cross that bridge when it gets there. Yeah. I, well, I'm just gonna tell you that is the best answer I've ever heard anybody give when asked that question. I'm glad you got your head screwed on right. Maybe me holding you up by your feet them years, shaking you was done you some good. <laughs> yeah, for those of y'all who don't know, I've known this kid since he was golly, probably seven, eight years old. I used to go over to his dad's house and help him make baits and him and his brothers come out there acting like idiots and I'd pick them up. <laughs> I'd walk around the yard carrying one of them in each hand by their feet. We used to have a good time back in them days. We used, to, we used to love when Shane come over. He'd always give us a hard time. You remember old Alex Orman? Remember oh, yeah. Him? He'd come over and he'd, he'd give us a hard time, too. Cole, you're the youngest of your brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Shane probably gave it to you the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and I've truly been fortunate to be around some great fishermen growing up and, you know, seeing things they've done. And I've been very privileged, and I don't take any of it for granted. And I'm very blessed, you know. Finishing third in this open was it. It was a big deal to me. Um, I know I didn't win, but it, it meant a lot to me because I've been close on a lot of final days and stuff, and it it felt so good to finally have a consistent three days and not blow it on the last day. You know, to it meant a lot to me. It really sure. did. It's it's hard. People people don't realize how hard it is, and like and just like. It all, it all goes back about what you said when you were talking about it. I, I don't even know if you realize what you said, but it's about decision-making. You know, when the wind switched, you knew to, all right, I got to get out of here. I got to go over here where the wind's blowing out. And that key decisions like that throughout the tournament is what makes or break you in a tournament. Yep. And you made that decision, and it worked out for you. Just like you talked about, I'm going to give the buzz bait one more try. You know, how long do you decide to do that? Me personally, I'm very, very quick 
to give up on something like that. Yeah. Even if I've been catching fish on it, if I throw it eight or ten times and don't get a bite, I lay it down and go back to my jig. But if I get a bite on it within that first eight or ten cast, I'm good. I put it in my hand and go. Yeah. And, you know, making that type of decision is something that you have to be able to do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, w- I believe the more you do it, you you honestly mature on making those decisions. And there's nothing like it when you start making those decisions on the water the day of. And I hate being worried about the day before. And, you know, I'm not – I hate going out there and being, oh, well, I caught fish here yesterday. That was my goal going into Norman. I don't care what I did the day before. I want to fish the day of. and that, That's right. That's why I believe I did as good as I did because – and this is a fact, man. The area I caught them the final day, I fished in there the first two days and never caught a fish on top water. The last two hours, they smoked it. Well, the, it, the conditions the conditions got right finally. Yeah. And you were able to you know you were able to see that, which is good. And and, and I tell you a lot of things. My number I don't know about you, but my number one thing I look for, especially this time of year, is that moon. Yep. You know, this when we blast it off, moon straight over your head. And you can go back and look at live and watch. The morning bite's slow. Well, when the morning bite's slow, the moon's overhead. When the bite picked up, the moon is under your feet. And people say what they want to say. Y'all can call me stupid. I don't care what you call me. But I'm telling you right now, when that, when that moon gets under your feet, that's when them fish bite. Mm-hmm. I noticed, Period. I noticed it on Murray on. Friday off, I noticed it down there. Friday morning, I struggled, and I was coming out of the pocket, and I looked up, and there's the moon. The first yep. thing I thought of was you. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you that before, yeah. have I not, Brandon? You know why we're not getting bit? No, nah, because they ain't here. Nope, he takes the rod and points at the moon because that stupid thing right there. Oh, you believe that because they ate all night? They feed all night long. Listen, I agree with that 100%. Christian, they Christian feed all night and long. Jim Davis both give me grief about that. Well, moon thing. They can say what they want to, but I, I'm telling I will, you. I will say this, and not for a point of argument, but Wiley was different. It was complete opposite. They bit from 9.30 to 11.30, 12 o'clock, and then it shut off. Whereas you guys found your bite was later, Wiley actually, the first thing was kind of slow, a couple topwater bites, but from 9.30 to 12 o'clock, there was a bite window. Okay, but, but... That being said, you got to think about it like this. Were you doing the right thing? That, well. Just because they're biting don't mean you were doing the right thing in that little window. And you say they're not biting out here, he blasted them. I'm, I 100% agree. So I'm just, I, I'm just telling you I that, mean, that there could have been a, a different type of bite than what you were doing. And the guy that figures that out is the guy that does well in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just the first saying. Guy that figures it out. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, I mean, but again, it, it comes for me. I had my opportunities. I, I squandered opportunities and would have been fine had I not squandered those. But literally, for me, but that ain't, that ain't what on, we're talking about. Though. What's the next move? Because I felt like I was doing what I needed to do to get there, and that's where you got to make those. That that comes down to that decision. All right, I fished for an hour and a half and hadn't had a bite. One yeah. or two things is going on. I'm doing something wrong, or I'm not around them. That was, and that was, yeah. So that that goes back to what I said a while ago: decision making. Do I lay my jig down? Do I pick up? 
a buzz bait in Cole's case. Yeah. You know, that's that's the decision he made, and it was obviously the right one. Well, yeah. there there is one thing I think we can all agree upon this time of the year is you you might have terrible practice or great practice or whatever, but it changes so much in this late summer, early fall, and even into the fall. Yeah, right. practice almost doesn't matter. Practice, That's a fact. It, yep. it, it might help you figure out where water color is or where the lake's turning over or where it might be a bunch of bay congregated, but – Man, it's all about what happened to you on Sunday, right? It's making those decisions. Making that decision. And the water that's in front of you. Yep. And another thing that helped me in practice, my goal was to find brush piles that had consistent bites on it. Like, I did not waste time going down the bank worrying about none of that. That right. that was completely irrelevant to me because they move. You find a fish up shallow throwing top water, they're usually not going to be there next day. You're probably day. not going to catch one there the next day. That's I've, right. I've been burned a few times trying to do that, and it, it you won't do it for three days in a row in the same area. Absolutely not. More or less two. And um, I, I found some brush piles that I felt confident if I pulled up to and needed fish, I could get bit. Because you're throwing it into their home out there, right? Yep. That's where they're sitting before they move up there to feed them. That brush pile, that first one I catch on live on a jerk bait, I pulled up to it in practice and I did my live scope over there. I didn't even know it was there. I fished the dock and I did it. I said, oh, what's that? I looked over there and there's all over it. I spun around, I got off of it, and the first cast I met out there with a jerk bait, three or four followed it all the way to the boat, and they showed up really big. I was like, what the heck? Why didn't they bite it? Next cast I threw it out there, I ripped it as fast as I could, and when he hit, it pulled drag, and I said, oh my God, it's a good fish, two-pounder. Next flip out there with a drop shot, I catch another two-pounder, I'm like, hmm, that's nice to know. <laughs> and I, I, that was one of my places that I used if I needed a fish, and that sure. worked out too, along with some others, but... That's how I spent my practice looking at stuff like that. That's important, right? That's I mean, very important. And that that's what I try to look at when I practice stuff that I'll need, you know. Because it's hard to practice for a tournament if you really think about it. How am I going to go out there and really prepare for this tournament that's going to stay and not change? And that, that's the hardest thing to do, in my opinion, Yep. is how do I practice efficiently? Especially this time of the year different times of the years you might be able to find a pinned up in a spot right yep. like when they're crashing the bed or they're super free spawn and you know the general areas that you're just going to milk the whole day yep. yeah this time of the year it's all about the grind mm-hmm. making see, the right decisions yeah. and capitalizing on the bites that you get yep. right you yep. know they all everybody uh everybody gave me grief because i didn't practice tuesday and wednesday and that's exactly why i didn't practice tuesday and wednesday I knew that I had a game plan, and every fish that you stick going down the bank on a buzz bait or prop bait or whatever it may be in practice, 90% chance is you're not catching that fish in the tournament. So if I'm going to do that, why do I want to go do it on Tuesday and Wednesday, especially given the front, the, the, the weather conditions with the cloudy overcast and rain, which I promise you, there was a bunch of guys going, boy, we fixing to wreck them. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you they were. It, I, and I told them, I said, let me tell you all something. You're going to see Lake Norman come Thursday when it's high bluebird skies in the first day after the front. You're going to see what it's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Marshall makes a good point, too. So that's your all's home lake, right? Yep. He said it's harder to practice for a tournament on your home lake than it is one you don't know. Right? Yeah. Because when you're on a lake you don't know, every every turn is something new. something new that's that right. you need to see. Yep. Right? Exactly right. Call me stupid. Nah, that's no, not we're stupid. not calling you stupid, we're Chris. I agree that. with you 
Uh, we got a question here. Zach Lamb wants to know what, what color toad on a buzz bait this time of the year. Cole, that's for you. What was you throwing? I was throwing white. I've always known to throw white when the sun's out or green pumpkin and black when it's cloudy. That's that's my opinion on it. That's that. And a lot of people say white when you're around shad. Yes, I agree with that. But I think the way the sun hits that white when it's bright outside, I think they'll come from a long way to see it and pay attention to retrieve too. <clears throat> and that's, that's something that gets overlooked on a buzz bait. A lot of people think you just throw it out there and wind it back and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. What would you tell us? Well, I'll tell you this. I did something on that buzz bait for this tournament. And it's no secret, but I believe it helped. I took the blades off of every one of my buzz baits and drilled the hole out that runs on the wire to make them squeak really good. And it, everybody that heard that buzz bait said, my gosh, what kind of buzz bait is that? That thing sounds good. And it it sounds good. And, you know, and confidence is key. I like the sound of it. My camera guy thought it sounded good, and the fish thought it sounded good as well. So that's what really matters. The fish like yeah. it. Hey, and man, if you feel good about something, that's right. Confidence goes, there's something to say about that. That's exactly right. And I got in a good place, you know, and the fish were biting. I was happy. I was having a good tournament. And. I'm going to have to call John Martin. I can see it now. There's going to be a whole bunch of buzz baits get screwed up this week. <laughs> I'm going to have to reload the store. Well, me and my dad, I went over there. We were trying to drill them out. And... Man, I don't know what happened. I ran a bit through my hand. It was bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if anybody watched us replace bearings last week, y'all, everybody knows we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible. I was going to bring the buzz bait in here, but I forgot it. Steve Dyer, well, I've tied many a buzz bait to the power poles driving down the road. <laughs> It, it definitely makes a difference because a lot yeah. of people will hold it out the window. When you hold it out the window, all you're doing is wearing on that blade. So if you drill it, you eliminate that. That's already ready to go. It's a hey, lot faster. Thank yeah. you, Captain Obvious. I mean, it's more fun to tie it to power poles and let everybody look at you <laughs> like you're stupid going down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I, I used to do that two time, and I'll never forget. You leave them up there for a day or whatever, and you're like, all right, it's almost ready to go. And you head to the to the lake to go fish the tournament, and it's leave it floating out there. Yep. And all of a sudden, the, the wire, or the, I can't tell you how many my, my blades break. And it's yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picky about my buzz bait. If it ain't squeaking, I ain't Listen, I had, I had a buzz bait last year, and I I think it happened in one of the 1v1s, maybe the one at Norman. I had a buzz bait that I've literally fished and caught tons and tons of fish on, and the, the tabs finally disintegrated on it really yes and it and it hurt my feelings because that buzz bait was right i hate it like, when that happens. you know you you wind it back and all of a sudden it just goes limp it's like what's going on here and you get it back and well that's a problem <laughs> cole I'm, you guys talking about brian's bees so uh if people don't know cole's affiliated with that too right so brian's brian is cole's daddy <laughs> yep I would uh, say he's affiliated, yeah, maybe yeah, just a little so, bit. <laughs> I know a little I, bit about prop I, baits and balsa wood baits. I think technically you're the sales manager, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, anyways. I wish that sales manager job paid a little more. But. Yeah. Well, well, here's your opportunity. we got 62 people that might buy one right now. Uh, anyways, uh, 
one of the old. They gonna buy crap until his daddy gets my prop base done, and then they'll have prop base to sell <laughs> to buy. Hey, and I, I know I threw a buzz bait in the tournament, but I, I I really like throwing a big prop bait this time of the year. So does Shane, and Shane, I try not to talk too much about it. He'll be over here hitting me on the leg, telling me to shut up. <laughs> oh, he already talked about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind talking do, about do it. Do you? Here's my question, and I thought this, and I may be wrong. Do you feel it's about two, three weeks too early? It is a little bit early. It um. They, they tend to like that thing when the water temperature starts falling and it gets in the mid to lower 70s. Okay. And it'll be good till it gets down to lower 60. lower 60s. Yeah. Um, you go out and there's a fog on the water, that's when you need you to start. You got to, and the harder the wind blows, the better they bite it. Well, see. I've been, I've been out there, I've been out there before holding on to the butt seat and they just smoke it, hoping that you don't fall in. I can show you pictures on my phone where I've caught two on one cast. I know Shane has done the same. Uh, I like it, too, because you can put three big treble hooks on it. Yeah. And a lot of time, this time of the year, they're not alone. Yeah. The fish that are up shot, they're not alone. Most of them are not alone. And I like throwing a jerk bait this time of the year as well. A lot of people think I'm stupid, but... You better believe I catch their ass on a jerkbait this time of the year. Excuse my language. <laughs> I watch. I watch yeah, my now, now there it goes. We're no longer kid friendly. Oh, you suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did I did I really just ruin like a? Is that really a thing? I mean, it, 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 it kind of is a thing, but it's not the end of the world. It's all good. I'm just I'm we'll just talk. aggravating you. Oh, look, Christian, Christian showed us watch. Must be yeah, watching. Yeah, Christian, the last you're two supposed hours. to call me, ding dong. See, now we're I told him. Not. I told I told Christian, I said, man, I said, them boys, they all talking trash about you. He said, what do you mean? I said, would you come in town? You ain't called nobody, come see nobody? I said, they he, all bad mouth. No, you. he was going to come by here I Saturday. I was to see him Saturday, and uh, I ate something bad at dinner, and I didn't make it. Uh oh. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I made it about halfway there and had to go back home. Uh-oh. That's a terrible feeling. But while Christian's on here, congratulations to Christian, too. I've yep. finished yep. eight, so. Top ten. Top ten's always good. Uh, they. Uh, my virgin ears. It was funny when he uh, when he went up on stage and they saw he was from Florida and they asked him and said, "They have a half spot of bass in Florida." And he he left Cal the bag that he was originally from. Oh, I'd Australia. already told him all. I said, "He ain't from Florida." I said, "He's from here." I said, "He moved to Florida, but he's from he here." Just come back yeah. to stomp some people. Yeah, this, this ain't his first go around on yeah. this pond. I'll tell you this, hey, Christian, you can hear this. That kid has, I, I hate to say it like this, he's got my m- utmost respect because of anybody that I've fished around, been around, he's put more time on the water graph than anybody I know. I would almost say he rivals Brett Myers in hours. He put on that <clears throat> little beater nitro he had. Him and his brother show up down here. <laughs> And I mean, what did he get rid of it? Eleven hundred hours, twelve hundred hours, something like that. I'm fishing a lot with him too. I think it was for sale. It was for sale at Cabela's, wasn't it? It's still for sale there, I think. Is it? I'm gonna tell you. Christian might want to buy that thing back. We want, we want a bunch of money out of that little thing. We finished second a bunch too. I'm just gonna remind remind you. (laughs) Nah, we Christian's Christian puts his time in, and I've not seen by more dedicated uh, time behind the units than than him. Me and him had a rough go around in Florida. We talked. We hours. talked a little bit. Old messenger about that tournament and stuff. And <clears throat> I was expecting him to have a phenomenal finish in Florida too, because he was on them around the time hosed. we went down there. 
He I, got I don't hosed. know. I, I remember him saying something about losing the fish and being around him. No, I think he got poached more than yeah. losing fish. I, Welcome I, to got, Florida. He got hosed. But we'll leave that for another story. Yeah. <clears throat> Anytime you can make a top ten in a Bassmaster Open, that's a big accomplishment. Sure, it is. Well, Scott, and the, and the third one leading into, I'll say, really the start of our fishing season here with all the fun stuff we do in the winter has got to be a great confidence boost for you. you yeah. To start. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of highs and lows in fishing, tournament fishing, so Jay, peaks and valleys, I speaking guess Speaking of tournament yeah. fishing starting up, Jason Land, you and I will be having a little heart-to-heart discussion when I see you next time. I'm just going <laughs> to remind you of that. About what? He's going to pop off with his dumb names, and we're going to have to... We're going to have to have a little chit-chat about that. Well, he's trying to make it back kid-friendly. I can tell a lot of people are watching Bass Live because I keep getting followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, that's that's where it starts. I'm just too uh, ornery to, to do that. <clears throat> You're old. Not that I'm old. It's not that I couldn't do it. I just don't have, I don't have me, the same Me and David's had some pretty fun days out here in the wintertime, too. I've rode with David out here in the winter, and you know, <laughs> pretty oh, excited. My word. Days of calling your shots are the best, aren't they? I remember that day you caught that big spot all the way down in Allison. You remember that? I do. Biggest biggest spot I've weighed in a tournament. It's like four ninety eight. You hooked that surf, and you're like, dude, this is a big one. I come up, and I was like, that's a spotted bass. I was that, yeah, that threw me for a loop too. That come that come at the mouth of Big Allison. Yep. That year there was a there was a place I'm it, it was nuts. I could pull up at any point in time, any day of the week and catch fifteen pounds of spots. And then they I don't they just Is that striper hole? No. No, not striper hole. Backside of the island. Okay. And then we fished another day, well, winter trail. And we got, pulled in a pocket. He, first he thing in the morning. Trail. Jack, 15 pounds, never cold the rest of the day in one. You remember that? I do remember that. That was another one of those we thought we were getting our teeth kicked in. That was wild. That's right, Chris Marshall. That's exactly right. Well. 100%. That's when. That's it, when I can <laughs> tell you this. A-rig, the A-rig's a non-factor now. I hate to say it, but that's when a lot of fish in this lake were still done with that thing. First time Chris and I ever fished together, we won it off of the Seven Oaks Bridge. <laughs> I remember New Year's Day I bring in 18 pounds on a jerk bait out here and I got fourth place yeah. <laughs> I said are you kidding me yeah, there was a bunch of those uh, for Christian I 19, 20 pounds and you, you know third place you're, there's not big boats you're just out of money 23, 22 pounds first, second I remember the CS Motorsports tournament when the A-Rig that was when the A-Rig first started back then and I remember watching Brian Thrift sit at that big island down there past Terry's, and he was whacking them every cast. I don't know who he's fishing with that day, but he was in the Chevy boat. So uh, so Britt was on here a couple weeks ago, and he told a story about one of the last ones when him and uh, Gene won it. They, uh, they won the tournament on their first two casts of the morning. I heard that. I remember watching yeah. that. Britt won. Britt caught three, and Gene caught two. <laughs> mm. I, I, that was that was a fun tournament. I wish we could get that get that going again. Chris Marshall, I had the same thing happen in the BFL at Murray. I had twenty four and a half and got beat by twenty five. I was there for that on an A rig. 
My fish came on chatterbait, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have ever imagined? That was that was a tournament Shane was trying to dread shoals with the uh, with this boat Shh. during uh, during Shh. practice. Brandon, think we can run through there? I don't know. I don't think we so. didn't. We didn't make it. <laughs> Oh, my word. I'll never forget. Did y'all forget. have to get out and push? <laughs> no, we didn't have to get out and push, but it wasn't pretty. You know what the best part of it was? So we're, you know, Murray is, and a lot of the islands are way off the bank, right? Shane looks over and goes, you know what? I'm going to catch fish out of that dog tomorrow. He caught three off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Two sixes and a four. What? <laughs> sure did. So we were meant to get stuck right there. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> it's crazy how things like that happen. It's meant to be. <laughs> That's the first thing he told me when we, after he weighed in. He goes, remember that doc? I was telling him to catch fish. I said, yeah. He goes, I caught three off of it. I said, for real? He goes, yeah, them three big ones I weighed in. <laughs> wow. That's. Oh, yep. Chris Marshall remembers that. Yep. Chris was there, too. That was when uh, Hammer's Conner caught an eight-pounder. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see show this comment? Yeah, Christian wants to know. It came on jig, Christian. I caught two jig fish the entire tournament. That big one and then the one I caught the third day on camera. The only two jig bites I had. I remember Marshall won the CBC. He had 20-something. I had 20 that day with Tristan. I think we finished third or fourth. What's happened to him? He quit fishing. Did he really? Yep. Quit fishing and moved to Charleston. Completely quit. Yep. Good I know I hadn't him. seen him around in a while. <laughs> Last time I seen him, it looked like he ought to be on Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah. Did he get married or anything crazy? No. Nah, his brother lives in Charleston, and he moved, and he's doing some bike taxi where he takes people around on a bike on a taxi. Oh, and so he's one of them, uh, <clears throat> uh, what do they call that? I ain't got no idea. Uh, bike taxi. No, it's, it, it, yeah, but there's a special. <laughs> I, I mean, like It originated said, in China. I yeah. just don't remember what they call it. Bike, bike taxi. Rickshaw. Everybody's got different <laughs> things they like to do, and. That's what he likes to do. It's his life, you hey, know. I can, I oh, can yeah. tell you this. There's been a bunch of times on the way home I was ready to sell everything I had. So I tried a couple times. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I, I never forget. I fished the the, uh, the uh, Bass Federation Tournament at Lake Hickory one time. And um, they were on the bed. I came in. I had, This was 1996. I had a 1994 Ranger. Loaded and had everything on it. I sat in the parking lot for an hour, tried to sell it and, two, every, and everything in it. Two X5 graphs loaded. No, I had a had an X70A. Oh man! Had on the dash, X55A on the front, and uh, water flasher. and uh, I did have the flasher on it and a uh, uh, the global positioning system 2000 oh, man. the first GPS I ever had. Cutting edge technology. It was back then. Oh, that was. I tried my best to sell it and everything in it. Nobody do it? Nope. I thought about selling mine in the middle of this year. All, <laughs> it, all it takes is one saltwater trip for me, and I'm like an ADD. Read. Squirrel. Read there you go. Read Josh McGregor. That's what out. I said. I said it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm yeah, sorry. it took me a minute. Rickshaw. Reed and I made that conversation a whole bunch. I'm done. I'm selling all this crap. You know how much money you could save? That's what he keeps telling us. What? If you quit fishing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But you know how miserable you'd be? Yeah, no, that's so what do we do then? Well, I don't know. I'm not fishing. I'm not quitting fishing. <laughs> no. Not now. I'm hooked forever. Chris Marshall. 
I promise you, as soon as it's available, I got one I need to send off. I just hadn't. I've been lazy. I get. I get it sent <laughs> off Brian for. Key. He's dropping all your juice. What? That was Shane one on that big spinnerbait on Murray. Muddy <laughs> and high had, water. That was when I had three fish. Had four. four Thumper blade. Had four for seventeen. Yeah, I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. Water's high and muddy. Fish clear water. Uh, all practice. I remember talking to you. Uh huh. Yeah. Know what? Doing the mud. Yeah. Make sure you don't bite the clear water. <laughs> I remember we talked. We talked about how they move up that time of the year. All of a sudden, they just they'll flood the banks at Murray, February. It's especially if it gets muddy. If it if it'll get warm for two or three days, here they come. I think that's my favorite place of fishing pre-spawn. No, it's oh, my favorite place Chris, to fish I'll, I'll do my best to get you one before then. Chris, you better call him tomorrow. I yeah, call me in the morning. I'll get. I'll pull it out. To, I'll pull it out when I get home. We'll get it squared away. I, I know. Wait a minute, Chris. You better call him tonight when he gets home, so he don't hey, forget. Listen, Chris Are usually you calls David me. around for the CBC championship. What? <laughs> I'm open for bids, Jack. <laughs> Who's paying the most? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called Hey Shane for work today. We're gonna go. <laughs> okay, I'm good with that. I'm good. We're locking the doors. We're going fishing. Uh, your mom's watching this. <laughs> Listen, she, she knows. <laughs> she, she knows. She she's used to my shenanigans. Yeah, but you're gonna get me in trouble too. <laughs> no. Oh gosh. No, Shane's not showing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything. I, listen, the way my time's gonna work out, I probably won't get to go before. <laughs> I gotta go to New York this week. New York. Yep. It'll be Thursday to Thursday probably. Thursday to Wednesday. Thursday to Thursday. Something going up north. And. So shame we're not. My mom is watching too. We're not going to have podcast money. You your okay. mama's used to your shenanigans, too. She's oh, put up with yeah. you for 40, how many oh, years? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of up north, my cameraman was from Oneida, and he was with Corey Johnston. Oh, yeah? And he's talking about how rough the water is and stuff with him. They, I, I said, man, it's going to be rough out there. And he said, that ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. He said, them guys up north go for an hour and three, four foot waves and don't let up. Prediction so, for Murray in two weeks. Uh, that's the regional. In two weeks? That's a three-day BFL regional. It all depends on the weather. I've heard that the stock... Hang on a second. Brian Key, I know I know Cole's daddy, and there ain't no bonus money in it for him. I promise you. <laughs> he didn't even get a prop bait out of the deal. He just, <laughs> he just won't kick him in the butt quite as hard. <laughs> that's what, right. What does Shane say? A swift kick in the nuts. <laughs> What a, he's rough on me. He's hard on me. I, he For good compl- reason, though. He complained about me how I was weighing my fish on the scale. He said, you're wasting too much time doing all that. I'm like, well, <laughs> it works for me. That's my that's, system. That's right. <laughs> and you were fishing open. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he fished. How do, you, how do you end up doing He said he was going. I know his hand's jacked up. Yeah, he, he's got to have surgery on his thumb. How do you end up? Not Not good. Not, not, not good. Uh, what's that woman that fishes him opens? That's who he fished with. Christiana Bradley's who who he told me he fished yeah. with. Uh, she's been fishing forever. Anyway, so back to the Murray uh, guess, weight guess. Yeah, school. man. It's going by we down. It looks to me, just judging by the weights of the uh, the BFL uh, this past week, 
I didn't see the weights. Yeah, Bradford Beavers had 20 had the first day Dang. and then 14 the second day. So that kind of tells me that it's kind of tapering off. But um, 20 and 14? That's yeah. good. No, nah, it's Murray. Not nah, Murray's been on fire. Yeah. Has it really? Yeah, it's taken mid 20s for several yeah. weeks down there. Yep. Yeah. It just uh, it all depends on two things down there for me make all the difference in the world the water level and the water temperature. Um, it, you can always go fish cane piles, but garbage. Everybody, everybody that's got a depth finder can find them now, Chris. Well, but the problem is, is those guys down there are bad about jerking them up, moving them. Look, I tell you, me and Shane can probably both tell you this. Now that all these electronics, everybody's trying to do that stuff, and it also opens up a lot of room to fish out. You ain't supposed to tell them that. I'm sorry. I hope they all go out there and keep Why do you think I've been, ain't been fishing offshore very much? <laughs> I try to find that in between when I do fish off. So, you know, it's, what's sad is, is had I just gone offshore the first day of this BFL, I could have fished the second day. I mean, it's just, period. I, I, I fished the tournament wrong. He can't let it go, can he? No, no I can't. I mean, it's I'm hard. still it's salty. It's his home, man. I mean, I'd be frustrated, too. It's, it's two, he's, he's it's two years in a row. Out here. Listen, it's two years in a row I've been around the right fish to win and just can't keep them together. That's, Cole, not, nobody likes your comment. Yeah, and they all hate that comment, Cole. Change the subject. I'm sorry, <laughs> Listen. Change that subject quick. <laughs> we didn't get a, fr- a frowny face. We've, had, yeah, we've had several of those. Giving I'm up sorry. too much of the juice. Yep, giving up the goodies. I'll stop. No, man, that's what you're here for. Any, yep. any of your stuff you want to give away, you go, right? Yeah, give away somebody else's, though. Don't give mine away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we share a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey Chris Marshall, I'll make you a deal. I'll work together with you for that Murray uh, CBC if you want a 360. You got uh, an extra 360 here? I got one busted at the house. It's got a cut cable. It works fine. I just got to send it home and get a new cable put Chris, in it. Chris Ask him how that happened. Trolling motor. <laughs> Done. Chris will give you some holes. Huh? Not being a good man. No. What do you mean, hey. troll motor done? Huh? What'd you do to it? I no the set the troll motor down on the cable because I was no I didn't set it down and pinched it when I went and dropped the troll motor because I was too cheap to buy one of them troll jackets from TH Marine. <laughs> I strongly suggest if you're running wires, I got one. Yeah, you better just get one. <laughs> Brian Key, that has got to be the most hilarious comment I've seen tonight. Yeah, that's a bad thing about health. Yeah, you go get on them yourself. You know they're there. Um, I'm that's what go. I was trying to do last week. You I'm gonna go s- try to figure it out. I that's never right. do good off other people's information. I'm gonna go never. sneak around down there. I'll, the I'll hardest something to make the hardest thing you can myself. do in fishing is try to go catch somebody else's fish. It is. I'm not good with it. That's why you see people from out of state come and do, you know phenomenal because Cole you said a minute ago I don't know if everybody heard it but there's a whole lot of reused water It's, I mean it's the truth if you watch live the guys that are familiar with the lake you're going to see a lot of the same stuff oh, over yeah. and over and over Yep. and you're either in a good rotation or a bad rotation and if you even if you just sit out there and watch you'll watch seven or eight boats fish the same stretch yep uh, and it's because we've all we all we've all fished the lake for so long and have had obviously that's a good stretch. It's a community hole now, right? Well, but if oh, somebody comes here and finds something completely off the wall, it's like you I got it to yourself. You got it to yourself. Yep. Thing. 
Oh, Charlie Foster that owns the Bass Shack made the best comment ever about that stuff. Community holes are community holes for a reason. Look what Chris Because they got said. fish on them. Literally just watched Goldfish pocket no man's I fished twice before him. That's what I mean, <laughs> see? And I... I didn't say that, but I, in practice, I did watch what people were doing. I probably spent an hour you riding. Po- you poached Christian? No, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm in, just in, in general, looking what everybody was doing. Because I told people before the tournament, I'd say about 45% of the tournament's going to fish offshore. And that I pretty, I think that might be a little high, maybe a little less. No, nah, I think it's probably more than that. <laughs> and it's all Shane fish the same fight. Yeah, no, uh, I don't doubt that a bit. And I don't think I I seen Shane much because I don't I usually don't fish in Davidson Reeds and Ramsey much. Well, I tried to stay down that way, but man, I just couldn't make it happen down there. And after watching live, I know why I couldn't make it happen down there because I was make fishing behind Cody. <laughs> <laughs> he was wrecking them before you got there. He was there. catching them before I got to him. Dude, I mean, he, hats off to him the first two days. That's that's hard to do those weights for that yeah. time of year, two days in a yeah, row. Yeah, that's really. I told I told him before we took off Thursday morning. I said, "Dude, I don't know what you're doing, but I just want you to know it's impressive." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a good fisherman, man. He really is. Yeah, we're gonna try to get him on here. He is gonna be on here, not next week, but no, the week after. Yeah, so we're not gonna have a podcast next week. Are we gonna right. bypass it? Yeah. We need to make sure Cody brings the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to bring mine. I'd have brought it. We could have hung it up I didn't the really tell you. I would have, it would have been cool if you would have brought some baits, too. But We can take some off the shelf over here. And... What, trophies? No. Oh, I was going to say, I don't have many of them. <laughs> there, there's not many to show off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take some of the uh, baits off the wall over here. I can get them replaced. I want to give some of the baits away. What do you want? What? Take some you want to do a giveaway? I don't care. Yeah, it's up to you. What are we giving away? I don't know. Y'all want to give something away? I want to pull something and give it away. What you giving away? I don't know. It ain't my store. Uh, I ain't got no ruffle. Mr. Russ's and David's family. What the heck are you doing? Well, I know where to go give your dad stuff away. I know how to get a hold of that. We call him tomorrow and say, Cole stole a bunch of my stuff. I need you to replace it. What you want me to grab? You're the man. You fished. I didn't. I boated this weekend, remember? <laughs> boated. <laughs> you want me to go grab something? Yeah, go grab something. <laughs> boated. I like that. Uh, well, what, what's the giveaway going to be? Come on, Brandon. You're... How many? Click on the punch here. Two's fine. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> No, because that takes like six months to get. Yeah, he may never get those again. <laughs> I just got up off the couch. Oh, He's going to try to win the giveaway. <laughs> I, I, can tell you, I can tell you this. Oh, gosh. One thing's for certain. Brian Huskins ain't ever watched the podcast of ours and probably won't ever. Probably not. I, t- I even tried to get him on here, and he said, I'll send Cole. Yeah. That was his response. I'm like, well, fine then. All right, what do you got? Two bloody thumbs lures. Yeah. got a wake bait and like a prop that. bait. All right. Now, what are they going to have to do to get these? Man, why you got to get that prop today, in? That's a good one. That's a good one. Tonight's all about Cole, so we're going to have to have a Let's make it fun. Cole. 
Let's try to make it fun and interesting. All right, help me with some ideas. What you want to do? Like Come a, up with a trivia question about yourself. Maybe like a tournament result or something, yeah. maybe? Yeah. So you fished the BFL for quite some time, right? There was a big tournament last year, this time of the year, I did pretty good in. Yep. I believe I... I know I finished... I gotta make sure before I tell somebody. Look it up. How many, how many, how many years have you been fishing the BFLs? Quite a few years. All right. Do you remember your first weight ever? No. It was a co-angler, and I, I think I fished as with a, Tater Hog. As a boat. Oh, God. Right. I know what his weight was, and it was zero. <laughs> fish with Tater Hog. He didn't have a prayer. All right. I, I can do Yeah, if it's not up a river and on a crankbait. I, I, I'm going to pick a tournament. The first person to say my plus, should we do place or weight? What do you think? I think you do weight. I think it place. 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 All right. If we, do, if we do weights, we're going to get into. All right. Oh, wow. First person to guess what place I finished in the Toyota Series last October on Lake Norman wins these two baits. All right, here we go. There's Brian, Brian Key wants to know if Mike Ronster's your uncle. <laughs> what kind of crap? Golly, corn dog. That's below the belt, sir. Carson. I'm pretty sure I'm unfriending him on Facebook. Uh, Carson, said, Carson six. said six. Nope. Nope. It's not it. Carson. Guess again. Eight. Eight. Chris Marshall wins the baits. There All we right. go. Last. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> Dang. Last. What kind of garbage is that? Four, three, they all come rolling in. It took them all that long to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 cut off the guessing right there. Chris Marshall, Chris Marshall. beat every one of you to the punch. Yep. Chris, you can have those two baits or a 360. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, I say, let me think about this for a minute. Sold? No. <laughs> let me have the 360. Uh, I thought you had a 360. I sold it on my last boat because I had a, it was for a four tracks, and I got an old track somewhere new boat. You can buy that bracket. I didn't know. I wish I'd have known. Chris Marshall, you do have old tracks, right? I can't remember if you did that or not. He don't know either. He's walking out there to look right now. <laughs> That's Did awful. Ring his boat? I'll put grass on. I didn't pay attention to troll motor. No. Uh-oh. What does Jack Carson say? Jack Carson That's going to be a problem. I know y'all don't like to give away secrets, but it helps occasional fishermen like me. Thanks, Jack. Thanks. We, uh, we hope you enjoy, man. We're just trying to, trying to have a good time and give somebody something to laugh at. Chris Marshall, what is a four tracks? <laughs> is that anything like a four tricks? That's a four city four tracks. Four city four tricks. <laughs> Chris, I know where a four tricks mount is. Do you know where one is for real? Yeah. Come on, plug Who's one. got it? We'll, we'll, I ain't we'll gonna see comments. Okay. You, Chris, you won a bloody Chris, thumb. Chris, you won. Oh, hang on a second. Hammers. Hang on a second. No, Chris isn't allowed to have that bait. He knows too much about it. We're gonna have to change it out for something. Nah, he won that. Yeah, he did. Four Tim Kelly said my four-wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> we got a chrome black back prop bait and a uh, what do you what's what's this egg hunt, egg, egg hammer, hammer blue back? Uh, you can, call that the herring? Is that the blue back herring? It's cut off. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. it is. You can burn that thing too. Uh, yeah. I had a hand in that bait, Cole. Remember? Yeah. I I. 
what the? <laughs> That's been all. I you have know, nothing to do with it. You that. know how many fish he caught on one of them things? <laughs> Who is it? Let me see. None. None. <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing to do Who with that. You look like I picked the pictures. Oh, is that your twin brother? I don't have a twin brother. Is oh. your name spelled right on that one? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. Anyway, That's Chris. Harold, Harold and Kumar beside of each other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chris, well, that, that's had, what you got. We had Cheech and Chong this week on the Elite Series. Sure and, did. And now we che- got Harold and Kumar. <laughs> Cheech and Chong. <laughs> all right. Mm. Chris, you have to work with David to figure out how you're going to get your bait. I got it. We're covered. All right. Chris and I are going fishing. He just don't know it yet. Uh. Not about the pinky. No, we're not talking about that. Mm. What? Who told him about that? Did you tell him about I that? I ain't saying a word about that. Did you tell him about I that? Somebody him. did. Who, who said that? Brian Key. You remember that day at that regional I did good and I showed you that picture on my phone and he was standing there? That's how he knows about uh, okay. it. Okay. You remember that? I do. Man, the snakes are always watching. There's always a rat in the room. Just yeah, remember that. That's how he knows about it. There's always a rat in the room. You got to be careful. <laughs> we found that out last week, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yes, we did. I'd like to know who the rat was. I know. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. There's just, it's a. There's always a rat in the room. There's always a rat. Just remember. I was looking at all the baits hanging in here. You got some. There's baits. a rat. Hey, that's a heck of a rat right yeah, there. Like who made that rat? Uh, yeah, I, I forget mean. who made that. That's Get that them, thing, Brandon. That's one of them high dollar rats. David's weighed some big bags out here. <laughs> they don't, there ain't fish big enough in this lake. I killed them all. Some people say. He said, shh. Sorry. Good day. Told y'all there's always a rat in the room. There he is right there. I don't know who made that thing, but that is giant. Take that peacock bass fishing. Uh, we, uh, largemouth used to bite that. You hear that little squeak in there? You put it in the water, it sounds real good. I guarantee you, you could catch a 10 inch spot on that. Guarantee. <laughs> you might you might hook him all in the back. He will bite it. I'll tell you what, you, need, you guys need to ask the big urn about the rat. He ate one one night, for real. I thought I knocked his two uh, front teeth out. I sent him an interesting looking wake bait last year that had some pink on it. That sounds good, don't it? A spotted bass. Well, that one there makes a... It's like a tomato shad in that color. Uh, There's a... There's there's a... I think it one that's got a lot of pink in it. I caught that yeah. 14 inch spot that weighed over three pounds. Looked like it swallowed a basketball. Yeah, that was enormous. Not at night. There's another local fisherman around here that's really, really talented that really likes his bay a lot too. I'm not gonna say his name. He's not here. Starts with an R. I don't know who He's not still around here. If it's who I'm thinking about. He is. There's oh, oh, question. yeah. I think I know which one you're talking. Mm. Ron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was he was part of that clique. Matter of fact, he was one of the founding members, I think. All right. Anyway, so we're going to wrap this up tonight. Congratulations, Chris Marshall, on yet another giveaway win. We're going to have to ban you or block you or do something here. He's got too much free stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Can't ban one of our original viewers oh i seen what was it it said uh 
It's got a badge. Earlier it said anniversary something yeah, or another. I think it was. I've seen several of those tonight. I'm not saying kick him off. I'm just going to block him from no. winning some prizes for a while. <laughs> We're going to put some fine print on the He's going to What he's going to have to do is create a Facebook account for Preston that he can watch on and win it for Preston. Then it won't look so bad. <laughs> or, he, or just get on your and and give it to Preston. There you go. That is a big old chunk of wood there. I it too. Some old hardwood. I bet that thing cost two hundred dollars at least. David, did you buy this? I inherited that one. That's one of those works of art. It's like I think that dude in the classic was throwing one of these, wasn't he? That guy won the uh, the college national championship that time throwing a big rat like that. that Christian too, showed up. Yes, you did, and that's why you're supposed to call me, because I got a Tupperware tote full of them. And the Christmas and, giveaway. And I don't want to <laughs> ship them. I told you, Chris, you better stay on him. <laughs> nah, Christian, we talked about it, and I've literally got a Tupperware tote full of big easies that he needs. And he was supposed to call me so I could pass some of it, because he's got a few things for me, too. Is Christian saying Santa Claus skipped over his house this year? I don't know what Santa he said. Santa gave them to him on the podcast. No, he's, uh, they're his, and they're still here, and they're put up safe. I promise. All right. Christian, I'll probably be coming to Florida here soon. I'm still working that out, but we'll get together. Florida's a big state. Uh, it's, Christian likes to drive from what I hear. Mm. All right, Rusty Hooks Live, where our hooks may be rusty, but our points are always sharp. Thank you, Cole, for coming and talking about your – Excellent finish at the uh, Bassmaster Open. Thanks for having me. And Tim Kelly, you squeeze that in. Um, you should be able to upsize the hooks just a little. Not a whole bunch, but a little bit. And you will should still be fine. One size. One size, you should be safe. So if you're throwing a little brat, you're gonna, you can go up to like a three. If you're throwing a big brat... And that's already got a two in it, so you might be able to go to a one. If that doesn't work, you keep the same hook size, but up the gauge, go to a two or, or a short shank, something like that. Or get a or get a bigger split ring. All right, we're gonna sign this out. We go. We'll see you guys two weeks. Two weeks. We will not be here next week. With the champ. With the champion, Cody Hoyle. Good night.